Welcome to the What Matters Most podcast, presented by First United Bank and Trust. That's my bank. Visit us today at mybank.com. Hello and welcome to What Matters Most, a podcast all about finances, community, savings, and security for you, your family, and your business. This podcast is brought to you by the helpful folks at my bank, First United Bank and Trust. I'm your host, Eric Nutter, and in today's episode, we finish up our three-part series on what matters most in regard to businesses. And in today's episode, we talk about capital allocation and asset utilization. And for this helpful discussion, I'm once again thankful to be remotely joined today by Tony Rodersheimer, Commercial Relationship Manager serving Frederick, uh, Maryland in, uh, for First United. How's it going, Tony? It's going well, Eric. Uh, good day today. So. Yeah, absolutely. You'd, you'd think by three episodes I'd have your title down down pat, but uh, I appreciate That's you. Right. <laughs> I appreciate you joining me again. No problem. I'm looking forward to the conversation. This is probably out of the the three. Um, this is probably going to be my favorite one to talk about, just because uh, of, of how many real life uh, examples that I can pull from on. Uh, and and I get to make fun of CPAs for one day of the year. <laughs> well, be careful. We've had CPAs on the show before, so I, we may have we may have some CPA uh, listeners. So, <laughs> yeah, I I actually I say that with when it comes to to uh, small businesses and, and business kind of um, consulting, you know, CPAs and bankers are they agree 364 days out of the year. It's only on the, it's only on the last day of the year where, you know, if you ask your, you know, if you ask your financial representative, they'd be like, show a profit, you know, and your CPA is going to be like, Don't. You know, show, show a loss, right? Like let's, uh, let's take as much depreciation as we can. So that's always my joke is, is we get along every day, except the last day of the nice. last day of the year. I like it. I like it. Well, that's actually kind of what we're talking about a little bit is the mindset of a business owner and kind of, uh, I guess you and the CPA playing the, uh, on the shoulders of the business owner, uh, whispering in their ears what to do. But so this, uh, this concept of capital allocation and asset utilization, is kind of a mouthful there, but, uh, you, you described it to me as the mindset of a business owner. And, um, so, uh, why don't you define those topics for us and walk our listeners through why those are important? Yeah, and I think I'll kind of take a step back and kind of pull from our, our last um, last segment, right? Mm-hmm. We talked about you know building an infrastructure, right? And it was really about the strategy is kind of laying out what it's going to look like, even if you didn't execute on it today, what it's going to look like. And so it's the same concept when you talk about capital allocation. So all capital allocation is is I have free cash, right, or I have a loan from the bank. You know, how am I going to allocate that in my business to maximize profitability? Right. Mm-hmm. And so this was a, a big kind of, uh, if you think about big plants, right? So big manufacturing plants, mm-hmm. right? They have big capital expenses. And so they say, okay, do I put, in, put another machine on it? Do I add, you know, do I hire another shift for the, the same old machine? Right. Or do I, you know, create, a new warehouse or a new space that I can put a whole new line into, right? Right. Which one of those is going to kind of give me, um, you know, the, the best return long-term, right? Where do I see forecasting out? And so that's really what capital allocation kind of um, boils down to is I have either debt or I have, you know, equity. What do I do with it to maximize my return? How do I best use the money I've got? 
Yeah, and I was going to say it's it's a fairly basic concept. Um, I think sometimes you know we kind of lose focus on that as we look at just running a business, right? Just kind of the rest of the mundane, or um, and we kind of lose focus on that you know kind of that pillar of um, you know decision making. Well, yeah. I mean, it makes sense because you get stuck in the, like you said, in the day to day, you're trying to run the business, you're trying to make the business work and sure money's coming in or, you know, maybe you're sitting on a pile of cash and you're not thinking about what am I doing that, that money's not doing any work for me uh, in the same way that you're worried about the way your employees are maybe are doing work for you. So having that way of thinking might be uh, challenging for some just because it's kind of out out of sight, out of mind kind of thing. You don't see them every day. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is right. And, you know, there's other things that kind of get in, you know, cloud the cloud the view as well. But, you know, I think, you know, continually coming back to that conversation, you know, as a business owner is important. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, tell us a little bit about asset utilization then. Yeah, asset utilization is uh, probably my favorite. Um, and this goes back to, you know, how we talk about, you know, employees, you know, if you think about management, Mm -hmm. um, you know, how how are you, how are you utilizing the, the, the human asset, you know, and are you utilizing them to the best of their ability? Uh, and it also works for equipment, you know, so you have someone who has a big balance sheet. Um, and so you're sitting there and you're saying, great, but you know, are you tracking what each piece of equipment or each piece of machinery, what it's actually producing for you. Because at some point, you know, if it's not carrying its weight, so to speak, and it doesn't have a future, then it's a great piece of machinery, but maybe it's time to sell that um, because you're not getting the proper utilization uh, out of that asset that maybe that you should. And and I think some, sometimes again, we lose, you know, business owners will lose focus, um, of that, and they'll say, "Well, you know, I'll use it next year, right?" And and so having a real honest conversation and saying, "You know, are you actually going to do it?" And more importantly, do you have the data to track, you know, what it, how you know what its profit levels really are, you know, for that for that particular asset? Um, and I mean, it can go from equipment to, you know, real estate. I mean, same kind of concept. Uh, you have an asset out in in the market. You know, is it giving you the return that you need? And if not, um, you know, is that time to to liquidate that asset and get out of that position? So, uh, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I think it's I think part of that might be just human nature, right? Like we do that in our homes all the time. That that little that thing that you that project you haven't gotten around to, or that that thing that you keep holding on to because someday I'm going to do that thing. And I, I've set it off to the side or then I moved it to the storage room and then I put it on the top shelf in the storage room because, you know, I'm going to get to it. I'm, I'm definitely going to, you know, build that shed that I wanted to build or whatever it was, you know, whatever right. the thing is that you keep putting off and we can find ourselves doing that same thing in the business world. And you're basically just saying you need to take a closer look at those things because it can have an effect on your business. Yeah, I mean, if you think about, you're, you're right. If if you're starting to, um, you know, rent storage space for the projects that you didn't, <laughs> you di- hadn't gotten around to yet, but are going to next year, then you know it's probably time to, um, you know, sit there and say, I'm, 
I'm better off getting rid of, rid of those items, right? So that's a really good example of, and it, and I think you're right. It is human nature, right? Because we don't want to, we have it, right? Mm-hmm. So let's put it to use. Um, but you can only put so many things to to use at, at one time, right? Right. So, so what every business owner needs is somebody just kind of nagging them to get that thing done. <laughs> go, go, just remind them, just go, keep, keep reminding you, you were going to use that piece of equipment. Don't forget, uh, or, or get rid of it. Right. And that's, that's your job. And, isn't and it? <laughs> it, it, I mean, to some extent, you know, from a, from a financial, you know, kind of performance standpoint, yep. uh, and we talked about this earlier, but you know, there, there is the possibility that your know, performance is, can kind of get lost in success, mm-hmm. right? So you had a, a really good year, but, and you're like, oh, I had a really good year. Uh, and so you really don't take that deep dive into um, what kind of year it could be if you really executed on all of your strategies. Right. And, you know, I think that that's important is even in even good times, bad times, I think it's easier to do it in the bad times. Right? So going back to your, you know, I'll get to that, you know, Right. You know, when bad times and you need cash, it's really easy to sell, <laughs> sell those assets off. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, because that's, that's money there. Uh, and I need that money to, to keep everything else. And so really that shouldn't drive the value of that asset. Um, the value of the asset should be what you, what you use it for. Um, and so, you know, if you think about, you know, compounding, if you would have sold it five years prior and compounded, you know, you utilize that cash and compounded that over time, you'd have been in a lot better situation than it just sitting up on the shelf. Right. And then um, selling so at a loss it, or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you talk about accountability, you know, we talked about this in in the last series is that infrastructure. And I said, every great organization has, it, it has a gas pedal and a brake pedal. Right. And so you need that person who's always pushing the limits. And you also need that person that's saying, hey, let's be prudent with this. Um, just like, you know, within a car, uh, mm-hmm. you, you, you can't have one without the other. <laughs> uh, and so, you know, kind of having that yin and yang is 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 key as you're building out your um, your, you know, good infrastructure. Got it. Got it. Well, Tony, you work with uh, and have worked with lots of businesses over the years. Do you do you have some examples you could share with us to kind of give kind of indicate places where maybe people have had that realization, used it early, or maybe they didn't, and then you know had to pay the price for it. Yeah, I I think you know, and it it happens a lot in in extreme growth models, right? So someone's experienced exponential growth. Mm-hmm. And so they, they sometimes don't have the time or, or don't think they have the time to to really dive into to these kind of like, what I would call strategic planning or strategic thought, um, you know, whether it's on an individual basis, or again, with with a team of individuals. Uh, but I, I worked with a franchise at one point, And um, you know, they had a single location of this franchise and decided, as most franchisees will, that they wanted to grow within the franchise. Um, and I think they, you know, I think year one, um, you know, they brought home from a profitability standpoint just over like $100,000 or something like that. Uh, over the next three, three and a half years, they acquired new locations, uh, new territories, and they grew to 13 locations. Uh, and at the end of that, you know, third year, 
after they had grown from one location to 13 locations, they looked at their bottom line and they made just over a hundred thousand dollars that year. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and, and, and I don't, you know, I look back on that, you know, example and I, you probably would have looked at year one. And if you ask yourself, is this performing the way I wanted it to, mm-hmm. they would have said no. And and then they would have said, well, why is that? Right. And, and I think a, there's a couple reasons is ge- there are geographic limitations to, to management. So access to management or access to owners. Right. And we've, we've seen that with, real estate where we, we you have an absentee owner versus a you know an owner operator uh and so it was just really interesting you know kind of you you're working you know 13 times as hard for the exact same bottom line return mm-hmm. yeah yeah that could be challenging do you what, what do you uh how, how do you assist a business in a situation like that and that's kind of coming to that realization. And I'm assuming they saw it and were uh, not happy with the results or maybe, maybe they were unaware. I don't, I don't know. What, how do you assist them with that? I think in growth, right. You're always going to, you, you know, it's that to, to your example earlier, it's that thing on the top shelf of the storage that you're going to get to tomorrow. Right. And so you're always thinking that, you know, it's going to be profitable tomorrow, right? There, there's startup costs or there's, you know, things that are, are you know, we're pre-stabilization. Um, and so I think we talked about this earlier as well, but having that conversation with your CPA and, and your financial institution, um, because they're going to be key in, in kind of pointing things out. Uh, and so I always say, if you have a strategy conversation without those two people, then you're missing out on, you know, cause those are the people that are going to get you to where you need to go from a, from a tax standpoint and from a funding standpoint. Uh, so they need to be involved, you know, in, in, in that conversation. Um, but I think the help is just to point it out. Uh, you, you, I have another example where, you know, there was a, an individual that was growing, uh, they were growing 200% every year. Wow. And I said, and I said, you're so good at your job because he was kind of a born salesperson. You're so good at your job. You're going to put yourself out of business because he would go get the business. Right. Mm-hmm. And then figure out how he, how he was going to service the business. And so it was, it was, a, it was a, it was a moving company. And so they would, he would quote jobs and win the business for cross country moves and then go have to rent you know, lease the equipment to, to complete the move. And so it just wasn't profitable. So every, every transaction that was not profitable, the more he did, the, you know, the less profitable he was, right. Or the more negative he became. Um, it's actually an example I used when I coached basketball is I said, if you move really, really fast and you're going the wrong way, (laughs) Right, mm-hmm. you're just more out of position <laughs> than what you would have been if you would have just moved at a normal speed. And said that the, with, within a business, you kind of take that same concept with growth. If you're growing, and you're growing, you know it's not sustainable, and um, you know it's not profitable growth. You're actually digging yourself a hole, even though you look at your top line and say, "Look, you know, look how successful I'm, I've, I've been." Um, 
so I think having those, you know, having those other mechanisms and having those conversations with, um, you know, with that peer group and, and with people that are going to be honest with you, um, you know, is, is always a key. Uh, and so that's how we help, you know, from a, from a financial institution, you know, asking about what the strategy is, asking about kind of where they see this happening and then saying, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure, you know, if that's, if I see the same thing you're seeing. Right. Um, ultimately it's their business, right? They're going to go do, they're, they're not going to do or not do something based on the advice of a, of sure. a financial institution. But, you know, I think it, it's just, um, having that kind of open and honest dialogue, um, is, is helpful as, as people kind of, as business owners look at different ways that they can, you know, make an impact. Mm-hmm. So, well, it's definitely smart to have those kinds of people, those kinds of um, folks in your court that can just, like you said, just ask you the questions just to get you thinking maybe different than what you're currently thinking. Because in a traditional sense, a lot of businesses and business owners are focused on their business and just serving their customer and getting the job done. And they're not thinking about the impact of that to the bottom line on a day-to-day basis in the same way that, um, that their financial advisor or, or a CPA might. Yeah, no, I, I, I 100% agree. And then looking at, you know, trends year over year, you know, you know, it's not just what happened this year, but what was different from this year to last year. Uh, and, and again, you know, I think, I think sometimes we like to sugarcoat things as business owners. <laughs> um, and, and, and kind of say, well, you know, and I, and I, again, I, I equate it to the golf game, right? Is you get done with a round and I don't know how many times I've ever said, well, if my putting was on today, I would have been in the low eighties, right? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, man, if my driver worked today, I would have been in the low eighties. And, mm-hmm. and it's like, listen, not, none of those things have all come together, right? Like you, you haven't had the driver on and the wedge game and the butter all on and, and you've never been in the low eighties. <laughs> and so I think businesses sometimes will look at that and be like, well, if, you know, economic conditions were better, I would have had a better year. Well, guess what? If it's not economic conditions this year, it's going to be something different, you know, right. next year, right? It's going yeah, to be, stop making you know, excuses. And that's right. And so I think having those people, um, you know, those advisors and those people that are close to you, they keep you honest. Um, right. and you're not able to just, you're not able to kind of just wash away, uh, performance with different excuses. Right. Yeah, for my golf game, it's more about if there were no water, no trees, and the hole were bigger. <laughs> right. Same, same concept. Same concept. <laughs> so, Tony, do you have any final thoughts you want to give us on uh, this this mindset of the business owner, this capital allocation asset utilization conversation? Yeah, I think the the final thought I have is is just being consistent with that approach. Um, you know, I think it's easy to kind of come up with, you know, kind of a strategy and then, you know, kind of put you, that strategy to, to paper and then, you know, revisit it once every three years, right? I think having a, a consistent, you know, here's what I'm setting out to do. Here's kind of my mindset. Here's my strategy. Uh, and then looking at it every month, you know, did I execute on what I set out to do? Did the numbers match the execution? Uh, if not, why? Uh, and then after you get used to it, you can move to quarterly, but whatever the frequency is, I think it's important to revisit that, um, again, to hold yourself accountable, uh, and, and keeping that, that strategy in place and, and that mindset in, in place that, um, 
will build success over time. Awesome. Awesome. Tony, thank you again for joining us. This has been an awesome series. And I think that hopefully our listeners uh, were able to get a lot out of it. Um, if any of them have any questions, want to learn more, um, can you remind them again, what's the, what's the best way they can get the support they need? Yeah, I think the best way is just to uh, go to www.mybank.com, hit the contact button, uh, and that will get you uh, in touch with your financial institution uh, to, ha- to have any questions there. Cool. Awesome. Well, thanks again, Tony. I really appreciate it. And uh, hopefully, we'll, I'm sure we'll have uh, other topics that you and I'll discuss down the road. But thanks for joining me for uh, this, this few episodes, last few episodes to kind of you know share all this, this great advice to our customers. No, I, I greatly appreciate it and appreciate the opportunity. And uh, thanks for putting up with me over this uh, <laughs> this three part series. No, it's been it's been really good, really informative. So, well, that brings us to the end of our show. Thanks. You can always find more episodes by visiting mybank.com slash podcast or find us on your favorite podcast app. And we are on basically all of them, so you can find us uh, on your on your smart device uh, on iTunes or or whatever podcast uh, app you might you might use. Um, and, and while you're there, give us a five-star review. That that helps other people find us that, that might also be benefited by this great content that folks like Tony are sharing uh, each episode that we have. You can also always leave feedback, ask questions, or request a topic for us to discuss by sending an email to podcast at mybank.com. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back next week with more helpful content. But until then, we wish you the best in focusing on what matters most to you. Do I have enough money to retire? Is my family protected if something happens to me? Is my plan getting me where I'm going? Are you ready if I want to be a doctor? When it comes to money, we all have questions. That's why First United Wealth Management has a team of experts ready to listen and provide solutions. First United Wealth Management. First United, my bank for life. This recording is for informational purposes only. Any references in this recording to any person, organization, product, or service does not constitute or imply the endorsement, recommendation, or affiliation with First United Bank and Trust. First United is not responsible for your use of the information mentioned within this podcast. Please consult legal or tax professionals for counsel as needed.